Daily Spoons Another Non-Binary Kitchen Utensils. This is the Gravy Wheels Podcast, your weekly dose of the gravy. I'm your host, Franklin. I'm Andrew. And I'm Hova. Hi. Hi. Nice What's... cup. I have some of those, too. Did you steal that from my house? Mm, didn't I bring you some of these? Oh, wait. No, I don't have that one. I have a very similar uh, few of those. Wow, and you fucking call yourself a fan. That's embarrassing. I know. I don't have that one. I'm a piece of shit. For the for the listeners, Frank is drinking out of a Chiefs cup. Yes, for those who are video and not inclined. With it, uh, a picture of Joe Montana on it. No, it's it's Travis. It's Kelsey Travis, and then he's oh when he was given the speech. He says, "Is that what that is?" It says, "Fight for your right to drink yeah. Bud Light," but it can't say "Fight for your right to party" because that's um, a Beastie Boys song. Yeah, yeah See, but that's a misquote. So. Is not it? sure I sign off on that. Is it? You're so... Are you drinking... Is that a candle? You, yeah. You're going to get sued. Drinking out of a votive candle? I don't care what Shelly down the street in her little <coughs> fucking Etsy shop did, but that's a goddamn abomination. And there's all kinds of copyright IP law breaking going on that's there. basically what you do for a living so you need to shut the fuck up <laughs> how streaming you know how and playing video games is basically and theft. they and they can and they can uh strike that anytime they want they can file a dmca if they would like to stop selling copies of their games at the Careful, rates man. that they do konami is going to turn your stream into an nft and sell it <laughs> oh i know i know we have big news to talk about but i do want to just say that it's really funny to me that Konami sold $100,000 worth of Castlevania NFTs. I thought it was more. I thought it was like a quarter mil, wasn't it? I don't think it was that much. Either way. It was yeah. still, whatever, even if it was $8, but it's still too much. Here's my thing on that. Even if you are super skeptical in the NFTs, like I feel like if you're going to get into anything, you would do one like that that's like at least linked to a legitimate company. You know what I mean? I don't know. Instead yeah. of just buying like art from fucking like Monkey Funker sixty nine making space <laughs> yeah, yeah, cowboys right. or whatever the fuck is going on, I, I don't know. I'd rather yes. have. That's my thought. I, I tried to. There's an app, and I downloaded. I don't even remember what the fuck it's called. I put two hundred dollars on the app because I was going to try to get. They have like these officially licensed. Uh, Disney partnered with this app, and they'll do like Lion King and Star Wars and shit like that. NFTs and there's like a limited amount you can get and they go live and they're like $35 a piece or something like that. It's like fairly reasonable, right? But then yeah. once they're gone, they're gone. But then the app has a secondary market Ugh. and they're all, you know, obviously Ugh. right after they drop, they're sold out and they're worth $400. And I want to like, I remember being super skeptical about crypto and I always look back and say, man, if I wasn't, you know, things might be different now, right? Yeah. Um, and that that's there's a lot in that too, because you would have ridden all the waves of up and down and not freaked out and panic sold ten years ago and all that shit. But my point being is that like I would like to buy a couple legit cheap ones like that that are like officially partnered with Disney in these early days, so that if the future is like some sort of a legitimate NFT market those might be decent. You know what I mean? Sure. But I ain't yeah. going to go out there and buy no $10,000 secondary market bullshit like so many people are doing. I mean, 10000 is like low end too. It's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. NFA, buy NFA, some apes, uh, baby. Uh, uh, no. No. I hate the world and what we're coming to. It's a boring dystopia. It's fucking... It, it's, it's so disgusting. Are you su are you surprised, though? I, I just... I, I'm not surprised. Like, so, I'd be more depressed about it if it was shocking at all. Humanity ends not with a bang, but with a whimper. That's sort of where we're at right now. Well, it's like the movie, like, Don't Look Up. And Idiocracy is, like, fucking how things actually are. Yeah. That's what, when I was people. watching, when I was watching that movie, I kept thinking, like, this is so, like, obviously ridiculous. But then that's the point, is, like, when you stop and think about it, you're like, mm, it's not really at all. It's not a far shot at all of what's actually happening. Exactly. Like from what I heard, I have not watched it because people I trust said it was bad, aka not you two. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, they were like, yeah, this is just what's happening. It's like it's just too on the nose. <laughs> There's not enough That's jokes it's because it's too real. That's why it's good. I thought. 
Um, and anything with Leo deserves a watch. Because that man cut his hand on a piece of glass in Django and kept rolling with it and created one of the most tense scenes in cinematic history. So... It was a good scene. It was but a great scene. Back to the Konami NFT thing, I just want to say that it's the fact that it's Konami and like I have so many problems with them that makes it like extra funny to me because of how shitty they are about taking care of their like properties. So you're saying you didn't buy one? I didn't buy one, no. Okay. Just wanted to get that on record. Would you like to buy one? <laughs> yeah, because Frank and I <laughs> may or may not have a few. <laughs> no, I think I'm good, actually. There is a part of me that wants to be like, I did like the map. They sold a big picture yeah, of the, the original Yeah, but that was ironically map. the one that, that was, as soon as I saw the image of the ones that were sold, I was like, I don't even, all those are kind of, but I would have probably bid on that one. Yeah, but, and then, cool. And so, then it was the one that went for like, what was it, 15 grand? Or maybe it was like 25 grand. It went for quite a bit. So, yeah. what, like, what, all right, so whoop de do. I fucking have it. So, like, can I go to, like, Kinko's and, like, print this motherfucker off and, like, put it on my wall? Who yeah, cares? That argument of NFTs is so, like, who gives a shit? To me, I, it's just like crypto. None of it makes sense. It's all just what it's worth to other people. I yeah. don't fucking care what it is, what it means, what the technology behind it means, any of that. What it's worth to other people is the only thing that matters. And the people that are skeptical about crypto, I don't understand that either because you could be just as skeptical of all your money being on a fucking credit card or the fucking hundred dollar paper note that's in your fucking wallet it, it none of it makes any sense it's just worth money because people tell you it is yeah so oh, thanks. thanks and listen for... to matt damon i mean uh fortune favors the bold brave right brave that's he it. doesn't yeah. he doesn't say bold which is so why if christopher columbus Heinz, had the option ketchup bottle if christopher ketchup columbus could have bought a fucking space monkey nft he would have done it whoa hey Big news time, big news time. I'm bringing right. pa I'm bringing Paisley back, huh? Is that Paisley what? on Paisley? That's too much Paisley. No, and male crop tops. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's good. That's All right, respect. You that. have a you have one of those hookah necklaces too. Uh, puka what, shell. What are those called? Puka, puka shell. shell. Yeah. You hater. You should pull that shit out. Uh, I've been too. cleaning my phone case with tech goo this whole time. That stuff doesn't like hardly work <laughs> on everything. Not really. You no. know, you know what I did because that tech goo stuff is kind of expensive. What? Me being my cheap ass, dumb ass self that I am, I'm like, oh, dude, all that is is fucking slime. Oh, like, so I got on eBay and I found like a bulk case of like kid slime that you would find at like the dollar store. And I bought that bitch for like $30 or something like that for like 50 containers of little. And I was like, oh, this will be great. I'll just we'll take one out to the truck and keep it in the closet, use it for keyboards and shit. And it was like the wrong consistency and didn't work at all. So now if any, I have a surplus of uh, slime. If anybody is interested in that, um, we, can work, we can work out a deal. Sell that shit on fucking like eBay. Sell it on Etsy. No, it's like that one episode of Shit's Creek where somebody steals all the all the lotion and swaps it out with like stuff that makes people break out. Let's fucking sell that. Let's private label that and we'll fucking turn around and sell it for for something that it's like not. Say that or it's Or we could do the jackass prank where they just put horse semen in Oh Johnny's lotion, lotion for Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but... I think we could do that. And he used it for like three months and didn't know. Uh, this sounds good, yeah. So that was such a good prank. Like, it, the oh. build up, the reveal in front of everybody. That, that was so good. That was one of the best jackass pranks. Uh, are we going to talk about the thing that we were actually supposed to talk about now? We, I mean, we gotta. We gotta talk about the news that rocked the gaming world That's yesterday. Right. Well, when you're watching this last, you know, Tuesday. <laughs> Apple bought Sony, guys. Yep. It's finally happening. It happened. So you can now play Twisted Metal on any iPad mm -hmm. with the PlayStation subscription, thirty nine ninety nine per week. Uh, play it on you your your earpods. Yep, and you have to touch you have to stream that. You can't can't download it and play. You have to be connected. You have to you have to stream that. 
to the iPad. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Microsoft bought Activision slash Blizzard slash all them shits. King is part of that. And what else? There's like other companies that are folded in there. I Django. Jenga, Django or some shit. For $69 billion. Which, nice. in comparison, let's think back to not too long ago when we all flipped a shit the day we heard that Microsoft was purchasing Mojang for Minecraft for $2.5 billion. That was like the biggest fucking deal at how, the time. How much did they spend on Bethesda? That's what I was just trying to think. Bethesda acquisition. Well, 7.5 billion. So this is a pretty big jump up from those yeah. two numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me, but what's give me your hopes and dreams. Sky's the limit. What do you want to happen? What do you want to come from this? I mean, well, the, the two big libraries that I think of off the top of my head are obviously Call of Duty. There's so many titles. If those were all, like with the, I, I think they did it with Halo, right? All the Halo titles are playable on Game Pass. All Except the for Gears five, of War titles. Yeah. yeah, all the Gears of War titles are playable on Game Pass. I, I just don't understand how you would purchase something for $70 billion and the option on the table would clearly be there to put that library on game pass. That would just be such a big draw. I know it doesn't make sense because like, they're still selling those older titles for like 20, $30 a piece. Like Activision's always been really bad about like past call duty titles. Don't depreciate as much as more, most games. Yeah. But having that entire library would be awesome. Uh, seeing every new Call of Duty come would be really cool, too. There's a lot of like skeptic skepticism in the Call of Duty community because there's three different studios producing games. It's a yearly title drop. Sometimes there's a zombies <coughs> mode. Sometimes there's a campaign, but sometimes there's not those two. You know what I mean? And now there's Battle Royale mixed in, so it's a whole weird fucking thing. I think it being on Game Pass makes a lot of sense because... Um, you know, you could you could dip into those titles and see if you like it. Um, I know to a lot of people that doesn't make sense. Why, why would they put it on Game Pass when they could get $60 a copy? But there was an article recently that Call of Duty made a billion dollars in microtransactions in three months. Like $3.5 million a day in just microtransactions. So, so to me, ridiculous. which is insane to me that says even though it is like the number one most selling game year after year unless rockstar drops a game i think they would it, it sounds greedy to like keep it off game pass and try to keep selling it for 60 dollars and still make the microtransactions money i think it would actually be more greedy potentially if they were to release it for air quotes free on game pass and and get more people playing call of duty now the majority, you know, I don't know, the percentages of people that are already playing Call of Duty that have a Game Pass, but I don't know. There, there would have to be some new people coming in. The money that they would earn for microtransactions on those new people coming in and playing the franchise for free, or maybe the people that are like, I don't know, I got burned on the last two or three Call of Duties, I'm done with it, but it's on Game Pass, so I'm going to boot it up anyways, and oh, here's a fucking unicorn gun that I like, I'm going to go ahead and purchase it. I feel like the greedier move is making Call of Duty free every year, and getting those microtransactions from those new players. Uh, Frank, I can tell you want yeah, right. to. Go for it, Frank. So we know that there's probably going to be some sort of cross-pollination between, like, IPs and shit. Like, there's definitely probably going to be, like, Halo shaders in Call of Duty, right? Right? I don't, you Perhaps, know, you maybe. Think so? I don't know. I don't know if they need to. I don't know if that really makes sense. I mean, for fun, but I don't know if, like, that's a big lucrative, mm. you know what I mean? No, but do you think that if there was cross-pollination like that, what do you think they would take from Blizzard and Activision and put it into, like, Microsoft shit? Can you think of any I there? have no idea. That was a really stupid question. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Enjoy your fucking Kung Pao chicken. Uh, my other library that 
and you can touch on that too, Andrew, if you want. But my other big, uh, the just like one of the first things that popped in my head was seeing uh, the Tony Hawk library um, backwards compatibility Xbox Game Pass. I think that would be really cool. That'd I mean, awesome. the remasters yeah. that they just did were Dog awesome. Shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster was pretty fucking awesome. Divisive, uh, so apparently. The soundtrack was awesome. I thought I enjoyed it thoroughly. Played through both of them. Um, got further in the remaster than I did the originals. But that also makes me wonder, is Activision already working on remasters of other Tony Hawk titles? You know, maybe like Underground and shit like that. So that would, you know, prevent them from just like putting that library up on Game Pass or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think one and two have a lot more nostalgia. People have a lot more nostalgia for Definitely. those two games than they do yeah. for any of the others, which is, you know, that is what it is. I, right. Um, I would love to see now that Microsoft has all this shit under the same umbrella. Let's get a let's get a Microsoft Smash Brothers. Let's get a Microsoft uh, like company arena shooter or whatever, you know, it's for funsies. Yeah. I don't know how much I would get into like a smash type smash type game, but if it was a, an arena shooter, yeah, that would be that would be interesting. Like a hero yeah, shooter, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Speaking of hero shooters, Overwatch Two is supposed to come out 2022, correct? It's Pretty sure. I mean, knows? I know it's one of those games that's like been talked about for a long time, and everybody just basically gave up caring, but. Um, that has a potential to be big. I mean, the first Overwatch made a lot of, made a pretty big splash, and I feel like I mean, there's got to be a, still a huge player base there. Yeah, there is. Um, I'm, I'm anxious. I mean, I played Overwatch for a decent amount of time. That was like during my uh, console to PC transition, so that was a fun one that I enjoyed quite a bit, and I'm looking forward to two. We'll see. Yeah, I'll I, I'll be happy to dip back into Overwatch. Um, I think it would also make sense for there to be Overwatch. You know, they make a lot of money on their loot boxes and stuff. I think that you'll probably see, like, a Master Chief <laughs> skin for Soldier 76 or whatever, stuff like that. Right. Um, what I want, the thing I want more than anything else is I want people to use the StarCraft franchise to make cool shit. I want fucking StarCraft Ghost that I was promised 20 years ago and I never came <laughs> And I've never forgotten because I still want to play it. I've seen a few people talk about that one. That's an interesting... You were talking about uh, a Master Chief skin being in Overwatch. I feel like you'll see more Master Chief in other games than, like, other games being brought to, like, Gears of War, Halo, stuff like yeah. that. Just, they're going to use it to, like, advertise their existing IP. Because you already see a lot of Halo stuff in other games like there's spillover into forza and all, all kinds of different stuff i even i forgot all about it i recently started opening csgo cases again because i'm a degenerate and when i logged in my main menu uh soundtrack on csgo is the halo theme song i forgot they sold a halo soundtrack in csgo and also sticker capsules so you can open sticker capsules in csgo and there's like Master Chief and Assassination and shit like that. And you can slap those stickers of like Master Chief on your fucking weapon that you use in game. So, um, yeah, I, could, I definitely see a lot of Halo just being sprinkled into all these little IPs that they just picked up. Well, I say little, not meaning little, but yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and I. Well, I also, I, you know, I want Bobby Kotick to get thrown in front of a train, of course. Which sounds like it's going to happen. At first it was like, oh, Bobby Kotick's going to stay. And then it started, everybody's like, eh, he's expected to leave shortly after the acquisition. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I know that the, uh, like, corporate culture at Activision Blizzard is really fucked up really bad. So I'm hoping that that gets addressed. Oh, that would be nice. That, that would be nice, yeah. What was the last one? We probably shouldn't talk about it, but wasn't there something really big at, like, a, not at a comic, but a big, like, E3 or something like that with, like, one of the female staffers that was really... Never mind. We should, I'm stupid. I don't, there was something that was, like, really nothing bad that wrong came out with like talking about, like, Nothing wrong with talking about on, on the on button topics, whatever you want to call it, if you ask me. What was it? Blizzard? There was something. She was being sexually harassed and it was ignored 
suppose I mean the allegations are that it that it, that it was known and and overlooked or you know not worried about not handled correctly and she uh, eventually killed herself. Oh gosh! All right, so there's oh, wow. a, so it was around like Thanksgiving as and far as before I, that, and then they just did something. They just fired a bunch more people like yesterday or the day before. Yeah, I saw something crazy. Oh, no. It said that like 84 people or something since all these acqui- uh, acquisitions, accusations, same thing, right? Uh, since the accusations and everything started, like something crazy, like 84 people have uh, have not been like necessarily fired, but have just moved on. And, you know, it's like those like, hey, you should probably resign or we're going to have to like make something official here. Uh, well, also, so. you're also going to have people who are like, I don't want to fucking bailing. be here. Yeah. yeah. People that, I mean, it sucks because like everybody at that company is getting a bad rep right now. And there's a lot of good game devs out there. And there's a lot of good people doing good work that had no fucking clue that, or, or even if you hear something, you know, you just think, or, or maybe your mind hopes that it's just hearsay or whatever. Uh, um, we all have dicks. We know how guys are. So I'm pretty sure we know how, how fucked up guys can right. be. But how many fucking stories has anybody heard about anything in a workplace and how many of those things are true is all I'm saying. There's a lot of good people working there that, you know, like Andrew said, once they caught wind to shit, they're probably just like, well, fuck this, I'm out. 37 yeah. people left and 44 have been been written reprimands. So, wow. Hey. I hope, yeah. Well, I hope they just keep cleaning house, man. So what's... You know, the gaming, the gaming industry has so many problems, not just with, like that kind of social justice stuff but also with like you know crunch hours and all this shit and like there's just like there's so many fucking systemic problems in the industry that it's like hoping i'm just hoping that anything changes with this maybe maybe i don't know i really don't know the xbox team seems to be you know i don't i don't hear any horror stories about them i guess I don't, like you knock know? on wood i was gonna say the same thing as like as far as we know yeah you don't really ever hear anything in that corporation uh but who knows i mean yeah it seems i know i've been on campus i i went to seattle and uh i was in a mixer um what was it sea of thieves tournament and stuff like that and i've been Ooh. on campus and everybody was really nice and I didn't see anybody getting, you know, assaulted or anything. So, okay. You also I can throw that one working eye. So, so, <laughs> you know, with that on the table. Also, while I was there, there was a fucking awesome like Halo diorama, and I basically just pretended I was inside of it for like twenty minutes, and everybody probably thought that you were... I should have been escorted off the property. But... <laughs> Too famous, can't do it. <sighs> I, I just had a name tag that says I'm famous. Fuck off. That's like exactly like that. Was that an FBI agent whose name was like Millionaire or something? Or Fabulous? No, what was it? Cha Millionaire. You don't remember this? It's pronounced Ka Millionaire. <laughs> like the lizard. Oh. Okay. So I don't know. Um, I've seen a lot of people say that <coughs> it's going to make hate. I mean, I've seen. The majority of the... I follow a lot of people, and a lot of people follow me in the Call of Duty community, so that's mostly what I've seen. Uh, but I've seen... Yeah, because that was the imploding <laughs> fucking world. Uh, mostly what I've seen is feedback in the Call of Duty news section of this whole acquisition, but uh, a lot of people are saying that they hope Microsoft takes Call of Duty off the yearly cycle. I don't... I don't know if I, I mean, like, sure, that's a happy thought that everybody wants, and it would be nice and maybe reduce that the crunch and the panic and the fucking cramming and the games getting released half-assed and all that shit. But yeah. I don't know if I see that coming. I, I don't. I mean, but then again, they've got like, I feel like their bread and butter is Warzone, and that's what t- three titles ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Warzone has shown so, that that's actually super viable to have yeah. one platform and then just keep releasing stuff for it. And that's what they were saying anyways, is that that was their, when Warzone came out, they were like, this is, this is it. This is going to keep, keep going and we're going to keep adding to it. And it's going to be like a, what do they call that? Like a live service that just gets updates or whatever. Um, That's kind of their plan. So yeah, maybe Microsoft will make the fucking, the, you know, maybe they'll, 
put their foot down and be like, hey, everybody chill the fuck out. We're going to take a couple year, you know, a couple year, maybe even if it's just every other year, that that would that would help everybody so much because then those that studio that was supposed to be the following year, they're actually two years out. Right. I don't know. Fucking math, whatever. But I feel like that could help a lot. And then they could actually take the time to make zombies and campaign if they wanted to or whatever. Or, but also, like, I just think about how badly those people have to be burning out, right? Because, like, that's all, that's pretty oh, much yeah. all they do. They and just like make Call of Duty games. And you hear about before the fucking, before the game's even done, they start, like, shaving off departments. And they're like, all right, this team, this team, this team, and this team, you're going to start working on this new Call of Duty that's already three years out. You know what I mean? Because that would be their next cycle yeah. game. And then they don't even get to finish the work that they started on fucking Vanguard or whatever, because they're already working on fucking whatever the fuck comes out in, in 2025. I have, I hate it. I have, I'm sorry. I'm, I wasn't paying attention, but no shit. Hardly <laughs> ever do you. Do you think that they're going to keep that? They, they, they have to keep that rotation though of, of, the three companies making Call of Duty, though. They, they can't make changes to that because they make that shit every year. Are you talking about the schedule or the fact that three different companies make Call of Duties? The three different companies that make it, yeah. I mean, they, they, they have to keep them all three. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, the, 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 that steamroll has been fucking going on forever. But, like, I mean, this is the same thing that happened with Game Freak that was a problem a while ago where... Like you just if you just make the same franchise over and over again and that's all you do like as the I mean these people are not only programmers but are also artists like and if you're an artist and you're doing the same shit over and over again you fucking burn out you get creatively stagnant and it's like it just becomes which a is, chore which is very evident if you ask exactly me the I mean it's nothing I don't know I mean. I've I've enjoyed and played all of the recent Call of Duties, but have any of them been like, dude, this game's fucking great. I I want to play this. No, I don't know. No, they're 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 sort of the equivalent of like a Michael Bay movie for me. It's like you know exactly yeah. what you're gonna get. Right. You're like, well, I'm at least gonna enjoy this for a few hours, so I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, it's gonna be watchable. It's gonna be playable. It'll be. What are, What are the three? Was it Infinity Ward? Uh, Raven. Treyarch? Raven's, Raven's not so one of the main three, though, because that's what I was going to bring up, is there's a lot of little Hammer. studios that Sledgehammer. So it's Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and Infinity Ward, right? Or is Infinity Ward not one anymore? Didn't that company disband? And then, I don't fucking know. But yeah, there's like Raven and little companies that, that they'll like handle all the multiplayer, like for the PC side of the game. Because I know one of them, I, I think it was like Call of Duty World War II, when we went to play the game, uh, they, they sent us to Raven Studios, even though somebody else was like the main studio and which i think was sledgehammer and we went to raven to play the game because that they wanted us playing on pc and raven handled everything about the pc port of that game mm. okay so there's it's not just three it's it's a fuck ton of studios just getting burnt out on shit i don't does raven play uh work on they've got to work on other titles not just call of duty i would assume i think so yeah i think raven does more stuff but like yeah, yeah i mean i just i want to see I feel I feel fucking bad for those guys. <laughs> like, I want to see them make a fucking horse care simulator or something. Something yeah. that's like, you know, more just like that. That's the thing is like when you are working on a project, if you go away and work on something else, typically you're still thinking about the first project, right? Right. You're still thinking you're still having ideas. And like the fact that you're doing other things Wait, makes. Does, it, does Activision? Oh, wait, Activision doesn't own Bungie anymore, right? No, Bungie's on their own, I think. But they were owned by Activision for a while, right? They had some sort of deal where, yeah, Destiny was a part of, like, the Activision Blizzard launcher or whatever. I can't remember exactly how their deal worked, but I'm 99% sure that they're just by themselves now. Okay, I just realized how close that would have been, like, if Bungie was under Activision's umbrella, that Microsoft would have owned Bungie and 343, and then they'd be like, now who makes Halo? Do they make Halo <laughs> together? No, three, four. Put <laughs> I know Bungie doesn't want to have anything to do with Halo, or at least they didn't. Then they make 343 make COD, like you said. Yeah, there we go. That'll definitely fix all the problems. Oh my god. Love you, 343. Alright, I've got, got a sidebar. You guys what? you guys remember there we were talking about somebody with a stupid name a while ago, and I'm and I had to look it up. It was a former intelligence specialist that has 
Given the longest sentence ever imposed for unauthorized release of government information to the media for leaking an intelligence report about Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections. Snowden. No, her name was Reality Winner. What? <laughs> Reality Lay Winner. Her name was Network Connectivity Issues. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking high as shit. I got some strawberry cough, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Allegedly. You're high as shit. Um, <clears throat> I've got a business proposal. Nope. You know how everybody's like mixing these energy drinks and these things and like into their into their beverages. I hate And you. now they have got canned water. No, so what don't if, don't what air it we... out on, on dude. Somebody will come up with it. Dude, I learned my I learned my lesson from the poop app. I missed my I missed a wave on that, bro. Oh. Keep it. Just keep it, man. I um I'm always like I have a bunch of GameStop credit, so I'm always like on their site, just fucking around, looking for stuff to spend it on, essentially. And I found I do the same, but in store. Oh, I mean, I do it in store too, but I just can't stop from doing it online, anyways. Anyways, um, I and I've been like trying to find another controller, uh, uh, like a fancy pro level controller for like the Xbox. And I saw they were selling the Razer Wolverine Tournament Edition. For thirty-seven bucks pre-owned, that's like a hundred and thirty-dollar controller. Nice. It is admittedly a Xbox One controller, but it does still work on the uh, series consoles. Does it have the? Uh, does it have the, the? It doesn't have the thing though. Does it? It doesn't have the I share love, button. Yeah, I love the share button. Me too. It, it doesn't have so the... ridiculous, but like uh, I play a lot of co-op with my wife. And when you're playing split screen co-op and you go to make a clip and you hit the button, it brings up the guide. And then so she doesn't know she can like, I mean, the both controllers interact with the guide when that pops up. So if I'm not like, hey, I'm going to take a clip. She's already playing pressing shit. I bring up the guide. You know what I mean? It can fuck yeah. shit up. You like accidentally launch Netflix or something like that. So that dedicated share button where you just like, boop, and you don't have to fucking tell the person you're playing couch co-op with. It's really nice. The. Um, I used a lot too. Like I, I, the exact situation you're talking about, like I play gang beasts with my son yep. and I take a lot of clips like that because it's just like super easy to do. Yep. Um, but anyways, the controller I'm talking about, the one that I had, ha had, I guess I'm giving away the ending. It had an extra button right here and right here that were like mouse clicky buttons. And I had two sort of paddle buttons back here. Um, and I got it yesterday, opened it up smelled like dog shit nice what? it was it was pre-owned from gamestop it smelled like dog shit and it came with like a braided cable and you could see stuff that was like oh. matted in the braided cable. gamestop be like just wash the cable bro so i played with it for about a half hour cleaned it off with a bunch of alcohol wipes and stuff Oh. And nope don't have it anymore it's gone now hey bravo for the what, effort what if it was actually you're already you're already the king of returns, so I'm surprised you just weren't like, nope. What well, I still wanted to enjoy it. It's still a good right. deal, no. even if it smells bad. So first off, <laughs> you don't realize what you got rid of. You do not realize what you got rid of. So that was Razor's limited edition, special edition, Wolverine, shit-covered Wolverine tournament edition controller, and you fucking got rid of it. You fucked up, bud. You fucked up. Isopropyl. Know it. Live it. Oh, you touched poopy. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Wouldn't We're be the first the time. only three psychopaths that all have isopropyl on hand. I have cartridges, for... man. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's why I started best... keeping it for the most part, too. That's not even the best shit. I know, you're always fucking trying to sell your mid-drift. Put that <laughs> away. We don't have a license to show that on YouTube, man. I gotta oh clean. I gotta God. clean the little bitlets out of my joysticks and stuff. Well, I guess the cat's out of the bag. Frank is pregnant. Um, we'll find out the gender in the next few months. It's he's pregnant with s'mores. Yep. CNC QD contact cleaner. Is that the shit that they're like spray this? And is that the like WD look? That's the Contact shit you found on a, on a forum thing. that if you huff it, you see purple elephants. No, that's this. 
By the way, we do not condone any inhalants other than albuterol because we all with have a prescription. Those. Hey, I picked up EpiPens today. By the way, I'm so happy with my new insurance. Last time I tried to get EpiPens, even after insurance, they're like, "Yeah, this is two hundred and ninety dollars." And I was like, "Yeah, fucking keep it, man." I mean, I know that I I've just been told by doctors that I need to have an EpiPen, but the whole point of having it is is just having it and hopefully never using it because you only want to use an EpiPen if you're going into anaphylactic shock. So, yep. and then they expire a year after you buy them. So you're supposed to toss it and get another one. And I'm like, $300? Like, I don't know, man. That's kind of crazy. And But my new insurance, 10 bucks for a two-pack. So Fuck yeah, that's nice, man. Score. I, I need to get mine replaced. I still have probably some old ones now that are... Have you guys ever? Have you guys ever actually had to give yourself the jab in the thigh? Nope. I did it. I did it once for fun. With the, with the bees? Oh. <laughs> yep. yep. Sounds like you. So, yeah. so I found out that uh, uh, honey bees will kill me. Um, I don't know if we've told this story on the podcast yet. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. That I didn't know you were allergic to bee stings. No. You know my. You know my weakness. Now you can feed me honey bee chicken. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> so uh, for 4-H, I was like, I did really weird stuff for 4-H. I did stuff in 4-H that they didn't like offer to do in 4-H. So I, <laughs> I had a, I had a, I did like fossil presentations, and I had like a, I'll say I, I remember the fossil presentations, <laughs> and I always like won like blue ribbons and purple ribbons, and I always won first place because they're like, well, now we got to make a fucking category for this shit. <laughs> they're like, well, we have to give them a blue ribbon because it's the only fucking kid that did it. <laughs> So I had a goddamn fucking beehive for 4-H, and, like, I, the whole entire get up, man, it was the best honey ever, too. Like, I wore the suit, and I used the smoker, and then I stopped having to use it. Like, like the bees were so, like, chill with me that, like, they wouldn't be, like, all aggro whenever I, you know, got in there and pulled the racks out and checked shit. So I eventually just, like, stopped wearing the protective gear and stopped, like, smoking them. And I would just get like a sting here and it was kind of big. And then, you know, I'd get a sting like there and it was really big. And I got a sting like right here on my neck and it just fucking boom. It looked like my neck could work at Hooters. It was so fucking huge. Hell yeah. And then the doctor was like, well, Frank, you probably need to go see like an allergen specialist. And I did. And the only thing that will kill me, they figured out is bees. So I can overdose on anything and I'm fine. But a bee sting will fucking knock me out. Did you go to an allergen specialist in Sedalia? Jeff City. Oh, okay. I was to see if we went to the same one. I had. Did you have? Did you? Did they do the panel thing where they prick your back like fifty times? Mine was yeah. on my arm. My forearm. Mine was on my arm. All like my it started at my wrist and went like all the way up my bicep. I, I think, or maybe it stopped I, here. I can't remember. I guess they haven't done it on my back since I was like a little kid because my arms are too small then. But yeah. We're so That's fucking fun. weird. How th- how have all three of us have had an allergen test? Because it's not that weird. It's pretty. It's actually pretty normal. Everybody's I don't know if like, I've heard like anybody else ever talk about having an allergen test. Most people are allergic to something or other. You know, like right. But they're pussies. They're like, oh, I'm allergic <laughs> to dust and dust only. Dust you know. mites. Well, dust mites aren't even a fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. But it's, all, it's just like the birds. Turns out I'm allergic to horses too. Nice. Like Mr. I wish Hands. I still had my, my Mr. Report. Hands. <laughs> yeah, that almost killed me. Uh, check I, out the head- <laughs> I just noticed this. Check out the headline on the paper that Roth is reading there. It's Morse? It's worse. <laughs> it looks like an M. Just says it's worse. So I need to get Appy Pens. You said there was only like 10 bucks for a two pack. I need some of those. But about like six or seven years ago, I got stung by a bee. I got stung by a bee in uh mark twain national forest and i didn't have an adverse reaction maybe it was a killer hornet murder hornet you know lots of lots of things like that it's also dependent on whatever their diet is like i know people who are allergic to shrimp but are only allergic to shrimp from some places because of the things that grow in that water and the things that the shrimp eat there that's Imagine weird. going to fucking Red Lobster and you like because some people go into anaphylactic shock if they if they get the the boiling water steam of the seafood like into them it will kill them. And I took just, my kids to Red Lobster and now they're addicted to crab legs. Yeah, I mean that's gonna happen. So I have some show and tell. 
I picked up at a gaming store not too long ago. I think I may have shown you guys this. I don't even have a 32X, but I saw a nice <laughs> crispy boom box, and I had to buy It's only 40 bucks. It's not too bad for no, a crispy-ish box. It's probably about what it was when it came out. Right. Well, and see, what I always do when I'm in these game stores, I'll look it up on eBay and see like what the market price actually is-ish. And it was around that. And if it's around that and it's like a reasonable, even if it's like 30 bucks and they've got 40 on it, I'll buy it just to like support a mom and pop. Because sure. the fact that there's still game stores in these days, like it, it's really fucking crazy when you, when you think like that their business is more or less completely dependent on people finding a box of old shit in their attic and being like, oh yeah, that place is still down the street. Let me go sell it to them for a little bit of nothing and not look it up on eBay myself and realize what I have. And then them able to pay their bills by reselling that shit. Like, I don't know. And I just like to try to support local business anyways. So, um, and then another one that I picked up while I was there is this is one that I've been wanting to pick up for a while. And I remember Andrew was like, what the fuck? When he saw the price on that bad boy, $90. But I've never even seen this game in a game shop before. Um, I started playing, well, Jurassic World Evolution. Is that the first one? Yeah. And the, the second one just came out. I let's played it on my YouTube channel. And a lot of people brought this game up. And they're like, oh, man, I used to play the shit out of Operation Genesis, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? I don't even remember that because it's a an Xbox game. But it's basically the same thing. I mean, you build, as far as I, uh, I understand it, you build, like, parks. Like, uh, Jurassic World Evolution was basically, like, a reimagining of this game. But I don't know if they just didn't have much faith in it, so they didn't print very many copies, or it came out, like, late in the life of the Xbox, so they didn't print many copies for that or whatever. But it's a pretty scarce, hard game to get a hold of. Uh, so it's a little expensive, but it's the first time I had ever seen it. And again, I looked it up. It was around that price. So I just went ahead and supported and yeah, picked that fair, up. Fair enough. And one of these days I'll, I'll, I'll fucking find some time and throw it in. And then I got a two pack auction on eBay here. This was not supporting local, but it came with a sealed copy of Grand Theft Auto five. So, you know, when my kids are my age, maybe they can retire, flip that bitch on eBay. Uh, but the reason I bought it, it came with this. This is a sealed copy of the collector's edition of Ooh. Gears of War, which is the tin. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the tin that comes. Open it up. This. I can't see it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but you can see it's still got the seal stickers and all that. And I just cool. love seeing like the 48-hour trial stickers too. That's so much nostalgia to me. Uh, but yeah, I got this. It was 200 bucks. Um, but I've been trying to kind of... Was that the is that the two days of two days of Xbox Live trial comes with the game? Yeah, I remember whenever you would go to Blockbuster and and take Hell pictures and yeah. steal those. Yeah, I wouldn't take pictures. I'd just steal them, dude. We barely <laughs> had camera phones back then. What are you talking about? I went to I went to GameStop like three or four days ago and opened. I was looking at the Nintendo Switch games and there was like the the Mega Man X Legacy Collection yeah, yeah, box yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. and it was like. On the cart comes with the first half, and then there's a download code for the second half, and I just swiped the download code out of the box, and it worked. Oh my god. <laughs> so here's, here's the tin that comes with it. So it's got the cog on the front, which is cool, but it's thicker than a normal steelbook. And then on the back, there's some really cool art. And Mar uh, I don't Marcus, know. Marcus Kiss and the Locust. The funny thing about this game is I actually was in, uh, you know that place, Rockin', yep. uh, whatever the fuck? Right? Noel's Place. Yeah, I was in that place, and it comes with this little book, too. I think that's where I got this, because I saw this on a shelf, and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know there was a steelbook for the original Gears of War, you know what I mean? And I picked it up there, and uh, that, yeah, it's, I didn't even know that there was a fucking steelbook at the time. I have, I have a few, like, retro gaming regrets that I didn't buy when I had the chance that I saw in stores. I saw a, like, complete inbox, nice copy of ghouls and ghosts for the genesis that like had a manual it was japanese that was the only thing it was so it was uh, wow. like the mega drive version but i wish i would have got that i also saw a version same it was also japanese but of teenage mutant ninja turtles hyperstone heist for the I genesis not familiar with that one i mean it's basically a version i mean it's basically turtles in time but it's its own game mm -hmm. and it was on the genesis instead of the super nintendo hmm 
and it rules and it was like 200 bucks and even that i was like oh shit that's complete in box with like manual and everything i wish i would have got that my next project is i've got a computer to fix i leave for two seconds frank's eating a fucking pickle bag here, I forgot I have one more that I picked up. Sealed Ugh. copy. Nope. And this one wasn't even expensive. I don't even remember how much I bought it for. But this is another one that has a really fucking cool... I've been, like, researching steelbooks lately for some reason. Because apparently, like, the Halo 2 steelbook isn't, like, a legit steelbook. It's, like, a... It's just, like, an aluminum case that looks like a steel... I don't know. I guess there's, like, something that makes steelbooks official steelbooks. I don't know. Uh, but it got me thinking about well, other steelbooks. That Gears of War one. Dark one's really cool. That Gears of War one isn't one. Definitely not. It's just a 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely not. Um, but this one was cool. And I, I'll still... I remember... Somebody actually tweeted... Uh, I just replied to it today. Somebody was like, what are, What games do you think of when you see this? And it was just a picture of an Xbox 360. Um, and everybody was replying like Halo 3, COD 4, obviously. All that shit. But my replies were Perfect Dark Zero, Call of Duty 2, and Lost Planet. Like, those were three of the, like, oh, yeah. early first year games, and I remember playing those, because it took a while for, like, the first Call of Duty to come out, and, you know, Gears of War, and, you know, the major franchise games, it took a while for those to come out. The 360, when it first launched, there was games to play, but there wasn't great games to play, so yeah, King, those always come to mind. King Kong was, like, the biggest launch title that people were kind of right. hyped about. I remember, I'm, I'm pretty sure the first, very first two games I had were Call of Duty 2 and PDZ. Perfect Dark Zero. And I remember putting those in and booting them up and being like, the best graphics I've ever fucking seen. They still, like, blew your mind. And to be fair, at the time, the the jump from those, even those games that weren't the best, the graphics, uh, the jump from the previous console was pretty, pretty immense. I think, yeah. I think if I was to answer to do that, too, I think that I would have to include... Go Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter is one of them. I remember you playing the shit out of that game, and I could never like get into it for whatever and, reason. Yeah, and Rainbow Six Vegas too. For I uh, reasons. all right. I wonder what the release date on that game was because you you got me Burr. into Vegas, and you and I ended up playing quite a bit of Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, I played the absolute shit out of that game and Vegas too. I couldn't get into Grawl with you, but Vegas, man, I remember the with the Kill House like training level mm -hmm. and with there was the, like a there's like a little casino. house in the middle yeah man that game was so fun there was a big community for that game online i am gonna interject here what makes a steelbook a steelbook is that there is a company called like that's uh, what i thought yeah it's there, a certain there's a certain company that makes them but dude whoopty fucking do you fucking emboss fucking steel cases that being Vegas. said I have one downstairs that I'm going to go grab that I that I want to see if it's actually a steelbook or not. Yeah, so here's Halo 2. And because I don't think official steelbooks started until the 360 era either. Like I the OG Xbox games, anything that you find that's like in a steelbook, I don't think it's an actual steelbook. I'm going to yeah. see if there's like a Dude, this copy that I found is so fucking cool cuz look, there's still the two-month trial unscratched baby nice <laughs> and then there's an ad for the official halo 2 soundtrack and then i don't even know what that is conversations from the universe i don't know what that is instructions obviously this is a crispy copy right here and then even better hell the yeah. slurpy ad look at that shit and go try to redeem that yeah, I should. <laughs> I'll have you know that I own like four or maybe six of those cups. They're not cheap, <laughs> but I legitimately just that like if it's hilarious, if you come into our house and like, like, oh, yeah, I need, you know, where do you keep your glasses? And you open up our cabinet for drinking glasses. We don't have like a nice set of like glass drinking glasses and shit like that. I have like Halo Slurpee cups and like memorabilia like uh chiefs cups and stuff like that i just like i i it's so nostalgic to me i'm like why am i gonna spend money on this set of quote-unquote fancy nice you know glass drinking glasses whenever i could have these awesome commemorative memorabilia nostalgic things you know yeah. what I mean? for yeah. not much more 
and just you're, enjoy it every time I have a fucking drink. You're Batman Forever collector's glasses from McDonald's. Goddamn right, dude. I wish. Uh, Vegas came out in 2008. I looked it up. And the 360 dropped in 2006? End of 2006? Like November? What was it? I was actually looking earlier and I don't fucking, I don't fucking remember. remember. Xbox. Frank's dead, by the way. Uh, he fell down the stairs. 2005. Okay, that's right. So November 2005. And say that again. When? 2008. 2008. Wow. That's crazy that it was that long after. Initial release, March 18, 2008. Wow. Wait, what? No, that's Vegas 2. I'm sorry. The first Vegas was 06. Okay, Okay, all right. Like holiday of that year? Yeah, November so a year into the 360 life's life that that sounds about right that was about the time that we were all probably on our second or third 360 (laughs) that whole have you watched that documentary yet no i haven't watched it yet it's really good i commend them so much for that docuseries because they they didn't just say like look at all the wonderful things we've done with xbox it was like we fucked up here and here and then we really fucked up here and then we fucked up here again and it's just like they air it all out and it was really fucking cool to see like you know behind the scenes people that were like involved with that console saying like yeah i remember where i was when we found out that basically every xbox 360 that we shipped was going to break (laughs) it was just a matter of time you know it was it's really it's a fun watch it you gotta find some time and watch it it's like a five-part series i think i'll I'll check it out i mean that's definitely interesting to me i i want to see the version of that for the xbox one though that so they they touch on that a little bit but they don't really go into it i think that was the last episode when they talk about the xbox one because if you ask me as far as that they do cover the xbox one but um, okay if you ask me I think the Xbox One launch was a bigger fiasco, even though there wasn't a hardware failure going on. Like, it, it was crazy. They showed... Do you remember the coffins that they would mail you? Like, UPS would, like, deliver a, a box with a styrofoam insert that you would slide your 360 into. And oh, yeah, put yeah. put it back in the box to ship it off. Yeah. Dude, I had completely forgotten about those until they showed it, and I was like, oh, my God. And they were telling stories about, like, yeah, I remember looking in the back of a UPS truck and there was just, like, fucking 30 of them. And, you know, that's just (laughs) one neighborhood. So they were just like, oh, shit, what have we done? But if if you ask me, I think the Xbox One was a worse launch. I mean, I was a huge Xbox fanboy. And when that fucking console came out, it barely functioned. Like, you couldn't figure out how to fucking add your friends. You couldn't get them into a fucking game with you. The UI was terrible. Do you remember when they announced it, they had some really weird concept about how like game libraries were going to work? Yeah, that was the like, they they confused everybody. They touch on this in the documentary because okay. they said that you you could buy a physical disc, but you couldn't put the physical disc into your console and play unless you were online because the license to buy the game to to own the game was technically online like you there are the like license was on the disc or something the way they explained it was just terrible and i remember they like basically i'm pretty sure i don't i don't remember if they explained it wrong or if they were legitimately trying to kill the mar the resale market like they were well that was whole, a big that was a yeah, big the thing scare at the time, was yeah. that you wouldn't even be able to like let alone would you not be able to go into a GameStop and buy used games but even if you wanted to like give that copy to a friend not even if there was an exchange of money or not like you couldn't you couldn't do that the way they were explaining it and yeah everybody for obvious reasons freaked the fuck out and that I in feel like- couple that in pair with the fact that they're they're press event initially was uh tv 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 you've probably seen the cuts of them just saying tv 64 fucking thousand times and not even mentioning games like it was a really bad move they, there was something to do with like how you could share libraries with people though i can't remember uh, it was like it w- it ended up just it was just like their initial explanation was really unclear right and it was like unnecessarily complicated is mainly what i remember from that well it, uh, and it's, this- it's funny thinking back on some of the stuff that they like got tanked for because always online was one thing that people all 
shit all over and that's basically what we have now and not only that but like the connect camera you were basically forced to buy it with the console and it was I, included you had to yeah. have it hooked up you had to you had to have it hooked up to the system too didn't you i think so and yeah. people were freaking out about there being a microphone and a camera hooked up and being always online and everybody in the world now has a fucking an alexa or a google device or whatever that you just you know so it's kind of funny like microsoft was it was just one of those things they were a little too soon and everybody freaked out but now everybody uh has those things that they shit all over i i did want to say though too while we were talking about the 360 red ring stuff yeah i went through like four 360s i think but i went through at least that many if not more ps2s ps2s yeah yeah PS2s had the discrete error or disc drive. Yeah, the discrete yeah. error was dirty really disc bad. error, and the drives would jam up. Remember, there was a little there was a little rubber band I think that would uh, that would fuck up, that would slip off of the gears or whatever off the plays, yeah. and you would have to fix that. I remember, like, you would hit the button and the drive just wouldn't come out. And but yeah, the discrete error I think was the big thing because you'd have to like. You'd have to take the top of it off and like rub it down with isopropyl and hope to fuck that that's what it was, you know, that's what was causing. Yeah, had a lot of issues. I think I went through two or three Xbox 360s. I got, or maybe it wasn't even that much. I remember I had to send one back for sure. But I, I remember like being lucky compared to some of my other friends and maybe it was you that I'm thinking of or maybe it was just some other people that I played Call of Duty with. But there was definitely people that I knew that were like, you know... I'd get a message and be like, dude, I'm my fucking 360 bricked last night. This is the fifth one or whatever. <laughs> I remember yeah, at crazy. one point, didn't Andrew, you had a bad X. Didn't you have like a bad 360 for like a few months? Probably. I don't remember. It was too long ago. I don't remember, man. You're, you disappeared. You Frank. just muted yourself. Huh? <laughs> whatever you, <laughs> Whatever you said did not pick up at all. It's okay. It was just like hate speech, so that's good. <laughs> I think they said they spent like a million or a million. million. Uh, that'd be a way too cheap. I think they said they spent like a billion dollars whenever they basically had to change to the policy of, yeah, we fucked up, you know, regardless of the. Because at first, I think it was like a one year warranty. And if you were still within that one year, you could ship the box to them and they'd fix it and ship you a replacement for free. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a new 360, by the way. It was just another one that they had fixed. And then they ship you that, you know, a, a use. So you get a refurbished 360 back for free. But then they extended the warranty. And then I think eventually they realized how bad the problem was because people were just, they get shipped back a working 360 and then ship that one back because it would red ring and just kept happening. And they were just re breaking over and over that they were just like, okay, yeah, you know, if it, if it has the red ring, we'll replace it for free. And it cost them a billion dollars. It's what you got to do. I mean, like if you fuck up that bad. Right. And did you, do you, so all spoiler alert you on what the problem was. It was a, uh, there was solder that would hot, that would hold, uh, something on the board and it, it wasn't because everybody just said it was an overheating thing. Remember at first, expansion, like the solder would come loose and then you would put it in a, in the oven. It in a towel or put yeah. it in the oven. Yeah. All those things. So everybody just assumed it was just an overheating issue. But what it was, is it was uh, it was just drastic ch uh, changes in the temperature. They were saying just from people playing their Xbox and then turning it off and then turning it back on and turning. It was the on off, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. That they would just expand, retract, expand, retract, and eventually that, you know, they compared it to, like, bending a piece of metal back and forth over and over. It eventually breaks. And that's what the issue was. That's what caused the red ring. Hot and cold. Temperature changes. Expansion. Science. That's what, that's what also causes testicular torsion. So let that go. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. So always wrap a rubber band around your sack? Yeah, that's that'll <laughs> definitely help. Well, like, one of your legs. You just... Strap Sorry. it to one of your legs. Yep. You just fucking yeah. secure them puppies. You want to try to get one ball on each. So you've got a nutsack triangle hanging sounds, out in the middle. Sounds terrible. Thank you to Javelin for letting us use your song. Soda Popinski as our theme. Thank you to Tyler Edwards for letting us use your art that we bought from you. Thank you Tyler. for that. Thanks to the patrons. Thanks to the patrons. Sorry us about everything. Money. 
Get scammed, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I do want to plan. I want to plan it. I want to plan a Halo Infinite um, playdate soon. I think like doing some customs with the with the patrons would be fun. Yeah. Shit. Hey, Joey, do you want to yell at me while we're on YouTube really quickly? I want you to pull up your phone and pull up the WhatsApp picture I just sent. This is worrying. It's not downloading. Uh, Why are you looking at that right now? I just got the email. Where do you get that from? Your bank? Truebill. What the fuck is Truebill? Dude, try. you wouldn't want to see my report. Why not? <laughs> Isn't mine fucked up Jesus. though, too? Yeah, I mean, it's a little high, for sure. Okay, granted, last month about like 6k of that was taxes, but... Frank Does bought that... an elephant, is what Frank is talking about. Did that include your, like, rent and shit? Yeah. Oh, alright. That's fine then, I guess. It's still high, but... Anyways, sorry for that, viewer. Which we can't Unless really Frank talk about. This short. I don't know what's happening anymore. Do we? Is this a podcast? I don't know. Frank is so far off the rails on this episode. I don't even. He's just eating and like he's been. That's what eating he's always doing. Time. He just he's like so close to his camera, you can't tell what he's doing. He's probably just dark side filling it back there, and we none of us know. And then he just finds things to consume, and he doesn't listen to anything we say. Runs downstairs, gets steel books, and then never shows them to us. Fucking mess. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, dad. That was that was your window to show us the steel book, you dumbass. It's not even a steel book. That's how much I fucked up. I thought it was a steel book. I bought it. I spent like thirty bucks on this fucking Roger Rabbit, fucking <laughs> Blu-ray. I thought it was a fucking steel book. That's why I bought it. I'm a fucking wow. idiot. Good job. <laughs> So just like a sleeve <laughs> over a regular Blu-ray case? Yeah! <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so proud of you, you fucking dumbass. That's awesome. That's good content. That's the best outro we've ever had. The word of the week is failure. <laughs> yep. I swear to God, when I bought it, I thought it was a fucking steelbook. Oh my God, you moron. <laughs> Jesus Christ.